Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. We are promoting pathological positivity today at Live on Purpose Radio. I've got a great guest with me. I'd like everybody to welcome Kyle Johnson. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you so much. It's good to be here as always. Thrilled to have you with me today. I've been looking forward to this. You and I got uh, an introduction, what, a couple of months ago? Mm-hmm. Actually, it's been several months ago. We're a member of the same club. This is showing up a lot on Live on Purpose Radio because the National Speakers Association is a place where I find some phenomenal guests, and that's where I found you. We're both part of this organization, and uh, you've got a story to share. You shared your story with the National Speakers Association a few months ago, and I was impressed. And the thing that impressed me, Kyle, is not so much your story, although we're going to share that, but what you're doing with it. So we'll get to that, too. But uh, that's just a little bit of an introduction. I haven't said much about you. Tell us a little bit more about you and your story. What's going on? Me and my story, Kay, uh, name's Kyle Johnson, mm-hmm. from Layton, Utah. Uh, right, just, just up the road from here. Yeah, nor- northern Utah. It's an awesome place. And uh, my lifestyle has always been snowboarding. Uh, you know, obviously being oh, okay. U- Utah-based, you got a lot of skiing, snowboarding, things like that. We got a lot of snow out there right now. Oh, my gosh. There's it's been, been a so lot happy. the last few weeks. I know. It's been sick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just uh, snowboarding has always been my passion, and I was able to make it make a career out of it, uh, which was phenomenal. I was like, hey, this is awesome. Wow. Now that's another story. Um, it's, yeah. You snowboard, you get paid, whatever. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you know what? You say that just kind of off of the cuff, but I know I know dozens of people who would love to know what you know about that. <laughs> Maybe that's another episode, but we'll keep going. later. <laughs> sure. Okay. But I mean, so snowboarding, you know, it's, it's, it's a seasonal sport, obviously. Yeah. Especially in Utah where mm-hmm. we have like, you know, way, way diverse seasons. Sure. Uh, and so... In the summertime, I've got to keep in, in shape of like how a snowboard works and kind of feel that edge and you know kind of get that high, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would skateboard, longboard, and, and do those type of activities oh, yeah. all the time. Um, and so one day I was just longboarding with a friend, and this is mm-hmm. a hill right up right up the road from my uh, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And if I mean, if you're not familiar with what longboarding is, what it is is just a, it's a skateboard on steroids, is what I say. It's a big long skateboard, exactly, and it's just meant for cruising. I mean, you don't really do tricks on it necessarily, right? Um, you just kind of cruise to you know point A to point B type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and so right up my right up my neighborhood, just went off on a, on a whim, and uh, on that day, June second, two thousand ten, I ended up crashing on my longboard. Oh, uh, it happens. Uh, but this time, it just so happened that I landed on the back of my head, fractured my skull in 25 to 30 pieces. Ooh. Uh, pretty serious. I mean, I was pretty mm-hmm. messed up. I was given a 95% chance of death, and on the 5% chance of me living, 
I was pretty much guaranteed I'd have some serious issues for the rest of my life. Wow. I know. Uh, so, and it's, it was just a crazy thing. Uh, they actually free, froze my skull. Uh, they took 80% of my skull out and put it in a freezer uh, because my brain swelled about four and a half times its normal size. Well, Kyle, this is serious stuff. It's pretty gnarly. I, I remember you, you played a 911 call from that. Do we have that with us? We've got, let's cue that up. Okay. And we'll play that. Kyle, you okay? Wait, 911, what's the address of your emergency? I, uh, around the corner of Sunset, Sunset Drive and 2600 East. 2600 East? Yeah, we're on the intersection. My friend just fell and he, he hit his head hard. He has a helmet too. He didn't put it on this one time. It's Kyle. Kyle John. Okay, is he completely alert? No, well, he's not alert. Kyle, oh. Kyle. Okay. Kyle, can you hear me, dude? Give me some sign, you can hear me. I don't know if I can squeeze my hand or something, dude. Squeeze my hand, dude. He's not doing nothing. He's breathing and he's moaning. Okay. And what parts of his body is injured? It's the head. His head's bleeding a ton. Wow. That so that was you. That's crazy, isn't it? You probably don't even remember that. Not a not a bit of it. Because you were you were out at that point. Well, I mean, you can hear me screaming and stuff, but I mean that's very common right. for a traumatic brain injury. Um, right, but no memory of it whatsoever. No memory, none whatsoever. Which is merciful, I think. I know. Yeah. Well. Wow, so seriously, seriously injured Yeah. in this accident. And so, like... A helmet? Uh, and that's the unfortunate part, is Ooh. with snowboarding, I honestly, I mean, seriously, always did wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, even skateboarding, longboarding, biking, I always put a helmet on. Yeah. Um, and in the 911 calls we heard, my friend says he has a helmet too, he just didn't put it on this one time. Oh, wow. Bummer. <laughs> wow. I know. Uh, but you know, and, and for me, that's, that's just a metaphor of life in my opinion of, of, of just making those one-time mistakes and thinking it doesn't make a difference. This one time won't matter. Guess what? I know it. And so, you know, here I sit in a coma for three and a half weeks, uh, Mm. and, um, just the doctors were just keeping a close eye on me thinking, you know, he's going to, he's going to pass away any, any day now type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. my, my parents had braced for impact, so to speak, and, mm-hmm. and understanding mm-hmm. this was probably going to be a reality. Uh, but just, I mean, miraculously, I just woke up. And doctors wow. are just, holy cow. Um, wow. uh, and through the traumatic brain injury, this is the bummer part. Uh, I've had to relearn how to walk, talk, read, write, and everything else in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, turning on a light bulb, that was a foreign object. I knew what a light was, but actually how to do it. How to operate the darn didn't thing. Didn't make sense to me. I was like, oh, isn't that crazy? I know. There's so much stuff, Kyle, that we just program into our minds. Take it for granted. And the, the simplest tasks become these complicated issues, as you experienced. Oh, for sure. Wow. It's nuts. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. So a miraculous recovery. You said the doctors gave you like a 5% survival chance. Mm-hmm. Yes. And somehow you overcame that. I've seen some pictures. To, you shared some of these at our, as, at our meeting. And I think we'll put some of those up as a link on our, okay. on our site so that people can get a real visual of that. BG-13 rated. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's scary stuff. 
what uh, what you went through there. Right. So talk a little bit about what kind of an impact that's had on your life. I mean, we're putting that together a little bit as you share your story, but uh, talk about that a little more. The impact it's had, I mean, it's really changed my perspective on so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, the the things that really are important in life. Uh, for me, prior to my accident, it was, you know, it's just snowboarding, yeah, girls type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, just the, mm-hmm. just going through the flow of the normal 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then realizing, okay, you know, literally you're given a second chance here. Uh, 95% chance of death was very optimistic. And, wow. and so, you know, when, when you're given a second chance, you got to make something of it. Uh, mm. and for, and it's kind of a call out for other people, I hope of realizing we don't, not everyone gets second chances. And, and mm-hmm. it's something that I kind of feel bad about because I didn't live my life to the fullest up mm-hmm. until I was about 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I needed to get more busy, mm-hmm. uh, and really push a lot more further than what I thought I was capable even. Mm-hmm. You were just kind of cruising through life. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes on wheels, sometimes on snow. Exactly. Right? Right on. <laughs> but wow, what a wake-up call. You had to get knocked out cold to get this wake-up call. Yes, I did. It was a good one. <laughs> wow. You know what? It's interesting when you say 95% chance of death because isn't there a 100% chance of death? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, the moment we're born, we're pretty much dying. (laughs) Birth is the number one cause of death. There's a 100% correlation. Right. And I I just bring that out because, yeah, you had this experience where where that became a reality for you. Your own mortality. You know, you came face to face with that in a way that you could not ignore. And that 95 thing meant 95% that you're going now. That you don't get to enjoy another sunset. You don't get to watch some kids grow up. You don't get to ride another snowboard. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So just a reality check, I guess. And, and that's what I'm getting as I'm listening to you, Kyle. What's my chance of survival? Well, I don't know. Right. Eventually, I know that I'm checking out. Nobody gets out of this alive. So, so the perspective that you're sharing is really a key, and it's, and it's not just a key for those who have a death sentence, who, who just heard from the doc that they're probably not going to make it. And it wasn't even you dealing with that at that point. It was your parents, right? Because mm-hmm. you were out cold still. Yep. Wow. So life's lessons. There's been a lot of them, huh? For sure. I mean, just perspectives, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, what really matters uh, just like those core values that, and that, that's the biggest thing I think is, is the core values that each person has. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, I never push my own core values on anyone else. I think it's an individual choice, mm-hmm. but for me, my core values are going to be God, family, and others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with whatever I'm doing in life, it doesn't matter what it is. As long as I can support those three things, mm-hmm. I'm going to be caught doing it all the time. Uh, but right. if, if suddenly I have to, you know, if I, if I take that step back and say, okay, wait a minute, if I have to, you know, be in front of my mom and my dad and say, hey, this is what I'm doing and be a little nervous of them saying, we're not proud of that, that's going to change. I'm not going to be a part of that because that's not really supporting my own core values. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of where I really started. I mean, not knowing, you know, how, how to read or write or anything else, I had to start within. 
mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and understanding, okay, who am I? What makes me me? And what makes mm-hmm. me different from everyone else? And mm-hmm. I, I think that's an important thing to acknowledge, acknowledge as well, is making, making yourself your own individual. Sometimes mm-hmm. we all follow under this you know, little box of what society says we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Society says 95% chance of death. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of that. Mm-hmm. Let's, let, let's be that 5% possibly. Let's make mm-hmm. something of ourselves and say, okay, I am different. And I'm not going to be, be a part of the trend. Uh, helmets mm-hmm. are a very common thing as well of, of, of okay, it's not mm-hmm. trendy to wear a helmet. People get nervous to wear a helmet because they'll may be made fun of. Guess what? That's life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and, and that's really the key is you want to stand out. You don't want to just stand with everyone. You want to stand out. And the kid that wears a helmet at a skate park, he definitely stands out. But mm-hmm. I can guarantee you this, at the skate park, he does a lot more tricks than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's an awesome thing. It's a great example for other people to follow. Yeah. So standing out. Sometimes we, we get into this trap of trying to fit in, huh? Right. <laughs> and maybe there's a balance there somewhere where, you know, fitting in compared to standing out. Mm-hmm. And you're finding through your experience that, that there's more meaning in standing out. But it, standing out in a... Can I say that there's a healthy way and an unhealthy way? Politically correct. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. What does that mean for you? To, to in a in a healthy sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm not saying to stand out and you know be the one that's always aggressive or, uh, you know, in 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 a classroom setting for say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you don't want to be the one that stands out and saying all the jokes all the time. Uh, Class you, clown. Yeah, yeah, those type of a things. Goof off. Or, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a sense of being respectful. Or a bully. Exactly. That's standing out too. Don't like him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's a matter of of somewhat being a part of society, but 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 realizing you are your own person. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a different fingerprint, and mm-hmm. you know, play into that. Uh, but the thing, right. and so you know, okay, to play into that, we all have our own fingerprint, but we all also have fingers. Mm-hmm. So we're, we are a part of a greater cause, mm-hmm. uh, but we are an individual within that cause. That's an interesting way to look at it. That we all have a fingerprint that's unique, but we all have fingers. And that's not unique. I suppose there's some people who don't have fingers. It happens. Well, I know <laughs> that there are, but, but that's a good point. So this unique fingerprint... I want to explore that just a little bit before we get into our break. You started to discover yours when you came face-to-face with your mortality and you had to, to really renew your perspective on life. What, what would you recommend to people if they want to, to get in touch with theirs? Where do they start? What's your sense of that? You know, do they need to go crash their longboard? No, no not suggested. New. No. I, you know, for me, I would honestly say the best place to start is in silence. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I mean, turn off everything, turn off the computer, the cell phone, all that okay, stuff. Okay, I'm tracking you. And just, just get in a quiet place where you can really think mm-hmm. and detach from, every, from everything else. Uh, you know, kind of go on like a fast for say of like fast from everyone mm-hmm. uh, and, and give yourself a chance to just be alone for at least 24 hours. For me, I was alone for three and a half weeks. 
Uh, okay, so you're coma. not just saying, hey, take five. No, no, I'm taking You're really... saying intentionally close out uh-huh. everything else for a while. All of those distractions, all of those things that seem so important or so compelling to us on a daily basis to just quiet the mind. Mm-hmm. Relax. Great idea, Kyle. <laughs> and then what? And then you get busy. Well, and you listen. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, after. I thought you were talking after. Yeah, like, I mean, during the 24 hours, it's an intensive process. I would take a notebook, a pen, and just get ready to write because things are going to come. And things that you didn't realize were within you, mm-hmm. they're just going to pop out. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Look out, Einstein. I'm a genius. <laughs> that is a fascinating idea. I think it's something that is rarely done, especially in the fast pace of today's world. Absolutely. But you know what? That goes right along with some research I'm aware of, uh, where quieting, finding periods of solitude are very healthy for the mind and for the perspective, apparently. Right. We'll be right back. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hidden messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. The number one barrier to success and happiness is fear. Anxiety paralyzes and keeps you from taking the steps that lead to success, achievement, happiness, or better relationships. All forms of anxiety have two primary components, a brain component and a mind component. Your brain is an organ in your body. Your mind does the thinking. The answer to your anxiety is understanding what the brain is doing and steering your mind in a different direction. Understanding and applying a few basic principles in both of these areas makes an immediate and lasting difference in my clients breaking free from anxiety and moving forward with power in their lives. Before I started learning the correct principles to overcome anxiety with Dr. Paul, I wasn't progressing in many areas of my life and it inhibited my thinking. But after I started applying these principles in my life, um, I felt more free. I could progress in those different areas and I just felt all around better. The best thing about the help that we got from Dr. Paul was that it was not just a band-aid to fix my son's anxiety problems, but he empowered my son to be able to help himself whenever the problems arise again. Now is the time to overcome anxiety, worry, and fear. Your tools to do this are now available in a four-part video course that you can do in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Get immediate access to this powerful program at MyAnxietyAnswer.com. The first episode is free. Visit MyAnxietyAnswer.com today. 
To be what we are and to become what we are capable of becoming is the only end of life. Robert Louis Stevenson So, Kyle, you were in a coma, checked out, tuned out, unplugged mm-hmm. for weeks. Right, three and a half. Three and a half weeks, and then somehow, through the grace of God or whatever it was, you woke up. Yep. You went through a period of recovery. You're, I'm talking to you. I'm just thinking about that. You, you bust your head, basically. Right. And you're talking to me. What are the chances? You walked into this room. You shared with me during the break that you had a chat with your doc about that. Mm-hmm. As you two were walking down the hall, and maybe he felt like he should have been pushing a gurney with the sheet over the top. Right, right. Would you share that? Yeah, I mean, just to pick up where you were, you know, he just made the comment, we should be walking to, walking to your grave, uh, not walking down the hall. Uh, you have a reason to be here. Your job now is to figure out what that reason is. Wow. So the doctor was re- was recognizing with you, mm-hmm. here's this miracle that's happened in your life. What are you going to do with it? Right. There's some purpose to this. And you've been spending some time since then putting this purpose together. Yeah. It's been a pretty gnarly road. Walk us down that road a little bit. Yeah. Share with us. what. What have you discovered about your purpose? And what is it that you really want people to know? You know, the I think purpose is, is uh, you know, to play off your piece. Uh, it's also passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, figuring out, you know, okay, I think purpose and passion got to go together. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, if, if you're going to live your purpose, so to speak, it's going to be your passion. You're not going to hate the purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I've always had a passion for speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a unique situation uh, that that I was kind of fell into this literally, uh, and so just being able to to you know as as I come home and I start receiving phone calls from media saying hey we're interested in you being on this TV show talk about what happened and and all that stuff it it really kind of served as a springboard uh, mm-hmm. for me to get going in, in certain things uh, and. You know, something we, we also talked about while we're on the break was just the fact that I'm, I'm just from Layton. Uh, I'm no different where from anyone Where the heck else. is Layton? I know. It's not even worth uh, a while. I know where it up. is, but most of our <laughs> listeners probably don't. But, you know, and that's, a, that's the call out to everyone else is you don't have yeah. to be this, you know, come from, from wealth or, or, you know, have this mm-hmm. great invention or anything like that. It's, it's just you, you just kind of follow kind of your gut. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, what what am I passionate about? Mm-hmm. And then live for that passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my passion was actually snowboarding. Uh, mm-hmm. People were like, well, you're nuts because, you know, you pretty much nearly died and you want to snowboard still. Uh, and I made it loud and clear. I'm going to snowboard the first week when I wake or first week of the season of the following winter. So it's 2010 in the summer. I'm going to snowboard in, a, you know, four, four to five months. Is what my line that was. same year? Yeah, that's what you were pushing for, and that was my bottom line. What happened? A lot of work, <laughs> and that falls into it. Of just I've seen pictures things. of you up on the slopes. I know it. I know it. I, and you but, got there. I did. 
and and it's wow. it's not to be taken lightly though um and and right. and that's for everyone else of realizing okay it's tons and tons and tons of work and it's it's a fact of okay people are going to tell you uh you're not going to do it at the mm-hmm. time you can't even walk um but hey it's my call i'm going to make it happen and so that at that point i started to relearn how to walk uh that took about 3 days to do which was a just a crazy thing that for sounds fast to me it was extremely fast but once again where's my passion so you're hearing all of these medical opinions and your rebellious head is telling you i don't think so heck yeah right exactly you got a little bit of that adolescent kickback in you sure i guess if you can call it that i mean you hear these <laughs> medical opinions and you think i don't think so it's not for me i uh, thank you for your opinion mm-hmm. here's where i'm going Exactly. And then you put the work in because it's not handed to you. You're not entitled to it, but it is available to you if you go after it. Mm-hmm. You, Kyle, you had this perfect opportunity to become, I call it a victim. Okay? And I understand you were a victim of an accident, but when I say victim, I mean a victim way of looking at the world. Okay? A victim mindset, a victim paradigm. I think you've heard me talk about that before. You had this perfect opportunity to blame this accident for where you were. You didn't have to do anything. And you chose something else. In fact, you've you've got a little phrase for that. Right. The don't get bitter, get better. (laughs) Don't get bitter, get better. Right. Is it a choice? Of course it is. I mean, does does the sun rise? It always does. Uh, And so, I mean, it is a choice of... In my opinion, you really have three choices. Uh, you can mm-hmm. get bitter, you can get better, or you can just do nothing uh, and just you know just coast. Uh, coasting for me is never good. Um, and it's, where does coasting lead? Nowhere. Downhill. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're 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 gonna wake up with the same results as you had yesterday, uh, and it's it's you're never gonna improve. Uh, and so you know, realizing Kate. It's either it's either going to make me or I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know I don't you know it, it's my accident. Yes, it's very streamlined to traumatic brain injury, but it's so broad in other ways mm-hmm. of you know rape and and victims of being bullied, mm-hmm. even bullies trying to get better of of not being a bully anymore. How about people who are exploited or robbed or yeah. cheated? I mean, bad things happen to good people. It just happens. That's true. So you can get better, mm-hmm. or you can get bitter. When you said coasting, I, I have this picture of you on your longboard <laughs> on that hill. Which direction were you going? Ooh, downhill. Down. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there... See if you agree with this, Kyle. Your life's going somewhere, true? Absolutely. I mean, for sure. Even it, it, Like if you shoot a gun, where's the bullet go? Where you're pointing. Wherever you're pointing it. And if you're not aiming it, still goes somewhere. Right. For sure. And your life's the same way, right? Mm-hmm. It's going somewhere. It's most likely to go where you're pointing it, where you're aiming it. And that's all about the purpose and the passion that we're talking about. But it's going somewhere for sure. And I've noticed the default is always downhill, isn't it? Right. So either you are applying, and I love the way you said this, you've got to work for it. 
you go after it, you do what is required, and you had to work hard for what you've got now, didn't you? Tons. It was frustrating as... Speaking English? No, that's a that's a waste of time. Walking? <laughs> yeah. Computers were the computers was hard actually. That was a funny one. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Three and a half hours it took me to it took me three and a half hours to open up a Word document for the first time. Wow. That was weird. I mean, I knew what the Word document was, but how to get it open? I was like, what the heck? It just wasn't clicking with uh-uh. you. Huh. So you had to put the work in for it. The work is what elevates. Notice it mm-hmm. always requires energy to elevate. Exactly. Right? You take away the energy, it doesn't just stay there, it rolls downhill. Mm-hmm. If you're not putting in the effort in your life, where's it going to go? It's not going to stay the same, is it? Right. Because default's always downhill. And that's just the image that I had as I was thinking about you on your longboard. Mm-hmm. But aside you, from my good looks, right? Aside from your good looks. Thank you. And we are creating a video feed, or at least excerpts, right, from this particular episode. So we can share that with some of our listeners. <laughs> okay, great. And for those of you who are curious about that, uh, keep watching for Live On Purpose TV coming up as a new YouTube channel. We'll have some fun with that. But then we can share some of your video stuff, too. And that's, right on. that's one of the big reasons we're doing it, so that we can give some visuals. So, Kyle... Let's start to knit this thing up. Let's wrap this back together. When when you had this traumatic experience, you had a choice to get bitter or to get better. You chose getting better and you're doing a phenomenal job with that, by the way. It's and it's inspiring. It's have you found that? Have you found that even though you're just a kid from Leighton, you're inspiring some people, aren't you? That's, you know, it's, it's humbling. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's part of the hope I think is, is, you know, to give hope to others. Uh, right. And, you know, not that I can be their own, that not that I can be the hero of their story because I think as individuals, that's up to them right. of them being the hero, uh, in a humble sense, obviously. Uh, but, but to step back and say, okay, I just did what what you know i just did what i might have thought was impossible right um it's another one of my tags is is impossible if you break that word down it's two words i'm possible oh there you go <laughs> it's it's a good one and and you know i just I realized like that. that everyone has that 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 possibility if they if they choose it and it is just mm-hmm. that pure choice mm-hmm so your story is about traumatic brain injury, but that doesn't matter. It's applied anywhere. It applies anywhere. It could be anything. We've listed what some of those stories might be. But look what happens also as you share your story. And I can tell this is your passion. You said that, that something drives you towards speaking. And I know that you do that on a fairly regular basis. You're available to go speak to groups. Right. So if anyone out there is thinking, hey, I'd love to have this guy come talk to our company or our group or our association, you're available. Absolutely. And we'll put a link up to your website, too. Perfect. Um, So, yeah, continue to share that story. And as you share that story, it's not just about you being a hero. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. Even though you are, and I know you still have weaknesses. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody does, right? Right, right. So you get to be a hero in that way to inspire other people so that they can become the hero of their own life. Of their own life. 
and, and, and apply the same principles that you did to overcome whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that that's possible for anybody? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's a sense of alignment, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I didn't do it alone. Uh, you know, I, I had the yeah. support of obviously yeah, my, point. I, I had the support of my doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was saying, you there's a reason you're here. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was kind of the seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, it was me thinking a lot. Okay, what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Uh, and then coordinating with my friends, my family. Love you, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, just, just yeah, aligning. Shout out to the parents. There, there. you go. But just, just aligning with everyone and then coordinating with everyone else. Okay. It, you know, is is this a, a, a good idea for me to follow this? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and you know, sure enough, it's it's worked out because once again, it was my passion, along with snowboarding. Speaking is my other passion, mm-hmm. and I I was able to find a way to really craft a speech that that reaches out to a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, and and as long as people are, are are willing to change, they're able to. Mm-hmm. That willingness is important. The willingness to put in the work that's required, teaming up with other people, and picking up on a number of principles there that make a difference. This is kind of a sidetrack, possibly. I don't know. It's part of the same thing. But I'm just wondering what kind of difference, what kind of impact that makes on other people. I can imagine for you, Kyle, it could be anything from there's another teenager out there somewhere or young adult who chooses to wear a helmet today because they heard your story. It could be anything from that to a young mother who's feeling frustrated because of all of the challenges that she's got raising these three young kids, and she knows that it's possible because she heard your story and it has nothing to do with wearing a helmet or having a traumatic brain injury. The, the spectrum is so broad and and that's the point that I want to make also for our listeners that whatever your story is, whatever your story is, you can apply those same principles and as we say here on the show, live on purpose. What are your thoughts about that, Kyle, as we wrap up today? You know, I think you're hitting it just right on the head. Um, realizing that in, in, in dark times, the light always comes. Yeah. It always does. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people, uh, me included, you included, we, we all have dark days. For sure. And I, I think a big plug of, of, of spreading light or, or getting light is to give light. Mm-hmm. And that's a way to be a hero to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, people, I, I, I really take people's, you know, their, their faces and they, I, I engrave them in my heart. Because mm-hmm. I know that everyone can light up someone else's dark day. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool thing. And that's when it gets really just, okay, I am somebody and I did just make a difference. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though it was just one person. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow, the next day. And just make it grow. And, and, and to give back to others. Because I've been given much. Mm. That was very well said. I've noticed also the greater the darkness, the more dramatic the light. Even a small one. Mm -hmm. Bring the light. That's what you're doing. You're bringing light, Kyle. Right right on. Right here at Live on Purpose Radio today. (laughs) 
to get people in touch with you, uh, share your website with us verbally. It's kylejohnsoninternational.com. Kyle Johnson, spelled just like you'd expect it. Uh, S-O-N. S-O-N, that's probably the only thing that might get in the way. KyleJohnsonInternational.com. Perfect. Kyle, thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. You've got an inspiring story. Keep spreading the light. Everybody, go out there and live on purpose.